Hello, and welcome to Shakespeare, the official Lionface Productions podcast where we talk about Shakespeare. My name is Chase, your mostly quiet producer. Today, we have a well-earned vacation from the histories, a comedy, a comedy of errors. Joining us tonight is going to be one Michael Porteous, one of the founding members of Lionface Productions. If you live in Northwest Ohio and would like to get involved with our organization, be it to act, direct, or anything else theater-related, please reach out to us at facebook.com slash lionfaceproductions. You can also find us at facebook.com slash Shakespeare and at ShakespearePod. And now, on with the show. There's gotta be something. You gotta look for the brewery. Yeah, and then I was like, fuck that. Everything I found that could work was like a sour or an IPA or like a triple... Triple duty IPA. I got that. I'll say there's a there's a brewery here in Ohio. That's yeah, they do it one more time. Twin. I almost bought Twin Ohio. Twin Oast Brewing. They yeah. brew up in uh, Catawba. Yes, I was looking at the Twin Ohio from the Catawba. Actually, I looked at the whole line just to be like, hey, what Ohio beer have I not had that looks good? Um, and it was all warm, and none of it sounded particularly. Because there was there's two brewers really, up, there, drink a up that way now. Because there's Twin Oast, and then there's also nope. Catawba yeah, Island. This chair. this chair is audio hell. <laughs> Stand like the twerp you It's going to be really weird when you fall asleep while standing up. <laughs> that will be really weird. Um, you where's, your, be, where's your tall chair? If you got I'm a, getting it. If you got like a foldy lawn chair, chair yeah. I'll sit in a foldy lawn chair. It is Patsy's chair, but I First ain't getting it. Oh. It, is, it is my chair. Appropriation through marriage. <laughs> It's true. Can We're married. It's our chair. Can, can you get the tall chair and then put your chainmail on? <laughs> yes. Somebody has a. Uh, that will not help the audio it quality. It's, it's actually very quiet. We tried it. Yeah, we've 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 worn the chainmail during hey, an episode before. Hey, yeah. You've been invaded. You need the chainmail. Okay. Go get it. It's like, oh, fine. Like, please give me an excuse to wear this, please, guys. Just beg me one more time, and I'll go get it. <laughs> How many times can we interrupt Chase? Six. Six. All right, so we've got four more. Yeah. No, three. Excellent. Now are we ready? You look like a tiny Scott Steiner. <laughs> now give it to It's K- my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> now we're now we're ready. Now I want Cassie. Talking about my freaks. Now I want Cassie to wear it. Now I want Cassie to wear it. I want Cassie to wear it. I want Cassie to wear it. It sounds like I want a cassowary. I want a living dinosaur. Nobody wants to catch that smoke, guys. They're cool birds. The bird will murder everyone in your family. We've been watching... Steal your car, drive to another state. We've been watching this, like, what dress Bert got wrong YouTube video over and over again that talks about how T-Rex most likely... Over and over again because you have a six-year-old and a, what, three-year-old? He's not... Three-year-old's not interested. He still wants to watch... I'm gonna watch In Spider-Verse. Yeah. Fair. That's fair. So do I. I I actually need to buy that now. He just watches the music videos for, like, Post Malone and, um... What the fuck's a Post Malone? He's into a lot of SoundCloud rappers. (laughs) Just the Post Malone did some of the in the Spider Verse. He's a three-year-old super uh, into uh, face uh, tattoos. Uh, uh, is that the guy with all yeah. the stupid face yeah. tattoos? Yeah. Okay. But he did some of the songs on Into the Spider Verse, the soundtrack, um, and whatever the What's Up Danger. That's yeah. his other favorite. He loves that one. So there was a guy at my last job at the barbecue place who, down to the face tattoos, went and gave his cousin like two hundred and fifty bucks <laughs> and got. 
every one of the tattoos that Post Malone has, but bad. <laughs> They're pretty Wait, bad. Like, I've seen like that guy. Every one of Point them, of but, like, but like done shittily. Like Wait. done by someone who doesn't know what the Wait. fuck they're doing. So, most of those look like they were done in like the back room of Coachella. Anyway. I mean, these look, they look rough. They look worse than Post Malone. Oh yeah, already way looks. way worse. Cassie, I think you need a point of reference for this because I feel like you don't know who Post Malone is. I don't. He's got face tattoos. Well, I gathered that much. It's already that, a strong choice. I've heard that he has face tattoos and is. Do you a remember my friend? Terrible rapper. He's not really a rapper. He's more of like a. If you smushed a rapper with Ed Sherman, what's his name? Ed, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Who, who also has a full, like, Yakuza suit of terrible tattoos, <laughs> I learned today. I don't know <laughs> oh. anything about Oh, I'm looking at this cat. Music. This is a... This is... That is unfortunate. It's a choice. My favorite choice is when he shaved just the top of his head. If I saw him on my block, I would run him off. <laughs> But he looks Whoa, like, we're pillars of this community. I, I would be like, get out of here. Kurt used to come around every once in a while. Yes, he looks like him. Only Kurt didn't have like Kurt face didn't tattoos. have a stupid face tattoos. He's even got like the like build and the girth of it. He's got a good neck tattoo there too. I didn't see that in the picture. I was yeah. looking at. Well, because you're too easily distracted and by he looks the like, face tattoo. Yeah. Also, he's got like cat teeth. Mm. Like my brother in elementary school had metal cat teeth. And the worst... He's a captain. For a minute, I was like, what the fuck do you mean cat teeth? <laughs> that is that is. He got a bunch of fangs put in. That is literally I the I have to file my teeth on a monthly basis. That is literally the worst teenage dirt stash I have seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a like full-grown man who can drink legally. Does yeah, that, yeah he, he does look like a bad Shia LaBeouf. He, he could buy a gun. He does look like a bad Shia Like, if Shia LaBeouf took the left turn instead of the right turn, that's what happened to Shia LaBeouf. It made all the difference. So, okay, difference. Shia LaBeouf took the left turn, he just did it later than that. <laughs> yeah, he's he's still turning. Like, Don't do it! Like, some of these tattoos are right up there, like, in, like, the Hall of Fame of bad parental sign-off decisions. It's what, like, what, what, what was are you that gonna do Jay Kenny, Post Malone. Jay Kenny, who got his white trash black belt by having a panther tattooed on his arm when he was like 13. And then he And you grew, have to have your parents sign off on that. Oh, yeah. And then he grew a lot. So he's got like this stretched out panther. <laughs> Distorted. I had a friend in college who got the word princess tattooed on her bikini line. And now I assume it says... <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Well, it depends where. Because the human it. anus is almost nightmarishly elastic. No, it's right here. Right where the female body is nightmarishly mm. elastic, but it grows and shrinks and grows and shrinks with every single breadstick you eat. <laughs> if you didn't know, the human, the female fupa grows <laughs> with every Pop-Tart you eat and then shrinks with every glass of water you drink. It's just a terrible thing. It's so unforgiving. It's just brutal. Can this, is this the show now? Oh, we're oh, in the show. Well, we, this is this is definitely this is a hot cold open. Is, is Welcome this to the doing? podcast. This Welcome is to how the it happens. This is a hot cold open right here. There are no games. It's it's only a hot podcast when I start off talking about my pupa. <laughs> I mean, somebody. You have two C sections and have a tight tum tum. I dare you. 
I haven't had a tight tum tum since I was a teenager, so I'm not even. I don't need the C section. I mean, close. also, if she double so, dog dares me, I have to have two C sections. <laughs> I double dog dare you. I double dog dare you. I double for dog fuck, dare you. For fucking no reason, they have to like lift my intestines out of my body and go, nope, still no baby. I want you to you know fucking that. lunatic. Why the fuck are you here? Nobody lifted my intestines. They were well up into my lung cavity by that point. Ah, they had been forced there by the child. <laughs> the miracle of childbirth. <laughs> Let me put your spleen behind my foot, and I'll go ahead and put that intestines up there. That's how, that's what that's your how they... colon. I'm sitting on it. Ready? Boof. Poop now. Like people. <laughs> that's how they kickstart you. <laughs> <laughs> what woke you up this morning? <laughs> You don't want to know. It came out both ends. Like, talk shit about eggs all you want. But if you could have laid an egg and had, like... All right. So here's my thought. And have, like, sat, a, sat on it for a month? Could I have had both the, like, maternity time off to sit on the egg? I will sit on my egg in a nest that I built. I'll even go out and find little fucking sticks. And I'll use pieces of my hair to make it a nice soft nest for the egg. And if I can sit on my butt and watch Netflix for... What two months? Probably yeah. while the thing just. I don't, I don't know what the human egg gestation period would be. I mean, but... even if it's nine months, no problem, no problem, not an issue for me. <laughs> or it's even if it just me. like, even if it just came out like, because then you could drink through that time. Or like, if it just came man, out like really baby hurt. kangaroo style. Yeah. And crawled up your pouch. Well, you had a pouch that you could carry it around in after it was born. I feel like I that's had a pouch better. I carried it around. I feel like it was born. Yeah, but All that pouch was on the inside. Marsupials, Which was way better because then I didn't birds, get crumbs inside my pouch. Reptiles, that's that's amphibians—they've all got it right. So how many times have you been at the movie theater and you're eating Fucking popcorn, animals. and the popcorn like takes a kamikaze dive for your bra, and you know that you're not finding that popcorn in a nice way until you either get to a bathroom or you get home to take it off. The same like, thing. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. The same thing would happen to me if I had a kangaroo pouch. I'd be like, "Oh shit! I just dropped." It's a cheese curl in there. There's a fucking hot Cheeto in my kangaroo pouch. There goes the Joey's vision. Now it's got hooves. So I'm going with I'm going with internal pouches are way better than external. But like if but an egg an egg would an egg would be better. I mean we're still waiting for James to see like just just one. Why does it have to be one? Like the like Monachmi or these twins that we're going to deal with today. Do you want to have... Let's make a match. Do you want to have both Jersey Devils? I don't want any of your Jersey Devils. Marty Brodeur's a hack. She's running away. Look at her run away. I'm only running over here to steal someone's keys so I can open another beer. Clearly, this is going to be a long one. But yes, as as uh, as we were discussing, your children were from their mother's womb untimely ribs. But we're not doing Macbeth today. No, we're not. We're talking about comedy of errors because this is the Shakespeare podcast. And I am Ryan Halfhill. I'm Beth Roars. I'm Cassie Greenley. I'm Chase Greenley. And we have a yeah. special guest. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize. Yeah, no, I didn't I, know. I, I, we were both. First of all, today. wait, stop. We, it's not a special guest. We've been invaded. And Chase, you are still not wearing the chainmail. He was wearing the chainmail. I was. It wasn't doing any good. It's arrows. It's arrows. He still got in. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's an archer. He's an archer. Chainmail is only good against slashing weapons. Yeah. Uh, piercing your piercing, piercing and bludgeoning. weapons is no All good. Right, so bludgeoning weapons is no good, which does not explain why. WWE's Scott Steiner wore it for so many years. We but anyway, we do have a special guest. Yep. His name is Michael Porteous. He is uh, the founder of Lion Face Productions. So, in a weird way, he's why we're here. In a weird way, I'm everybody's daddy. 
No. Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Daddy. Do, do not like that. Do not sign off on that mm-hmm. account. My knocker hole just closed. Yes. <laughs> Yes, oh. Daddy. Uh, Tonight's no. gonna be a weird one. Yeah, I, I so was those... uh, if you are listening with children in the car, I'm just gonna go ahead. If you haven't already, go ahead and turn that off. We'll wait. Turn the explicit tag tonight. <laughs> just what? put on put on literally anything else. <laughs> An audiobook it's of tra- American Psych. It's I'm gonna pre- be better. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Howard Stern's still playing somewhere. <sighs> Yes, so. so this is the Shakespeare podcast. We are going to be discussing comedy of errors. Oh. Yay, the monachmai! My favorite Roman word. Favorite. I love saying the word monachmai. I know, you've said it 17 times this week. You've seen me twice this week. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so okay, 17 times that I've heard you say it. That's right. I've said it <laughs> way more than that, and I want you to recognize. <laughs> well... I like to call it the Monachmai because the names they gave the new twins, except for Dromeo is easy to pronounce, but the other one is like Aphropoulos. <laughs> Antiphilus. Yeah, anticipate that. We're gonna Now go it is hard when you start saying Antiphilus of Ephesus. Yeah, that one's not great. So is it the Antiphysis of Ephesus? <laughs> the Thistilus of Antiphilus? Antiphilus of Ephesus. We need to do some tongue twister warm ups, I think. Yes. Of emphasis. We've got we've got to break into Theophilus Thistle, the successful thistle sifter. Yeah, we have we have Antiphilus of Ephesus, Antiphilus of Syracuse, Dromeo of Ephesus, and Dromeo of Who I've decided to call Dromeo Homeo, because he lives there, and Dromeo the Orange, because he's from Syracuse. So Syracuse. Shout out to the Orangemen of Syracuse. Yeah. <laughs> really big influences of Shakespeare. <laughs> they don't get a lot of shout outs on Shakespeare podcasts. Well, I really think that that's because nobody likes Indiana for anything it has inside of it. That's so Indiana is not where New York. Syracuse is located. No, no. You were right. I did know Syracuse, New York. <laughs> Syracuse, New York. I don't give a shit about basketball. Or, like, cities and locations. <laughs> Geography. I mean, look, I'm going to see if I can come to your rescue, Beth, because there might be a Syracuse. There is a Indiana. Syracuse, Indiana. Indiana. I've driven through it on the way to Ball State. Yeah, it's a town it, in is Indiana. It, is it between I, here and Muncie? I don't know. Probably. I get lost in Indiana. It's a stupid state. Nobody likes it. It's a town of 2,000 people. Oh, the big thriving metropolis. That <laughs> the orange man of... I've decided that that's how I'm willfully misinterpreting things today. <laughs> now that I know better, I will still not correct myself. Ha <laughs> ha! Take that. Okay, right, so, so, today, so we're taking... We've been, we've been on the history kick for so long. Oh my god, we're done uh, with the Henrys. So many Henrys, so many wars, so many kings passing crowns and serious weighty issues. And we're taking a very lovely break from that with wacky hijinks to the max. And I really love a play that tells you right up front in its title exactly what's about to go down. Oh, yes. This will be funny and people will make mistakes. <laughs> and it delivers. And Comedy of Errors delivers nearly immediately. <laughs> it is a slapstick comedy. And it's a great way to not be doing a Henry play. Anyway, yeah. is it a great way to not be doing a Henry? <laughs> well, no, but we've been we've been doing the the Henry ad for quite some time. It was and... a trial, a labor. <laughs> I understand why they all wanted him dead, all of them. 
Especially that first one. He's a dick. King John? Yeah. King. No, not <laughs> King John. Henry? No, the first, what was it? That's Henry, Henry I, yeah, King John. King John. Henry the Fourth. He was an asshole. Well, no, King John is Richard the First. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But she's just making errors today for comedic effect. Ha ha. Alright, so getting back to the play we are talking about today. Alright. Um, so yeah, we open in Syracuse with a man who's been arrested. His name is Aegean. Yes, he, the, the, for wait, violating the travel hold on, ban. Hold on, We are not in Syracuse. We're with a man from Syracuse. This is right. We're in Ephesus. Let's not start. Yes, we're, oh, we're, from, we're from. We're in Ephesus. Ejen is from Syracuse. He's from yes. Syracuse, and that's a problem because apparently people from Syracuse are not allowed to come to Ephesus because they're from Indiana, and we don't allow them. So yes, this is why there's only two thousand of them left. <laughs> They just yeah, get the, murdered when they leave. The Duke of Ephesus has put in a travel ban for some, uh, some for plot reasons, ancient reason. Of, <laughs> Look, our uh, government does important it. state. <laughs> our government does it from time to time. It's not. Yeah, as it's funny. Uh, Trump Ephesus or whatever. Yeah. Awesome. it's not. It's yeah. unheard of in foreign policy, but it is really weird when you break it down so specifically to cities in an unnamed <laughs> country that I'm going to call. <laughs> Talingland. <laughs> oh, it's ha- okay. actually there are several Shakespeare plays that are that set take place in, in Talingland. Yeah. Yes, so, several. So Aegean is going to be put to death at sundown unless he can pay a thousand ducats to get himself out of trouble. <laughs> I would pay that court fine. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> where's he gonna find that many duck cats? It's a lot of duck cats. Is, Do you know what a duck cat thing. even is? Yes, I, I was aware of Night of the Duck Cats. And I am a duck cat man. I have 10,000 drills producing 45 barrels of duck cats a day. <laughs> this is my son, H.W. Duck Cat. <laughs> and he and I are duck cat men. We're duck cat men. I'm upset. Uh, <laughs> was so dumb. I have a feeling that this laughing. night is going to be about 60% inside jokes that Chase and I are not part of. Duck, duck cats. No, it's just this somebody is, saying This is going to be our own specific comedy of errors. Well, okay. well that, that, that's, our, so, that's a shout out to t- Travis Cook. Also, time out. You have played for The me, original duck cat man. A character who makes fun of the word duck cat in this exact way. Yes. So it's not an inside joke that you don't know about. It's just a running joke... Throughout Shakespeare, to for rhyme and rhythm purposes, say duck it wrong. <laughs> and so we, I the lovely players, try to figure out what the fucking duck cat is. I and understand. Also don't fuck the duck cat. <laughs> under no circumstances. <laughs> don't fuck the duck cat. All right, so. Anyway, so Aegean so yes. says, well, good, because if I die, then at last my sorrows will be over. And the Duke's like, okay, fine, unpack that. I know you want to. <laughs> he, he told you, tell me about tell me about what's going on. What would you rather die than pay me a thousand bucks to get out of? And so he launches into this, this tale of woe. This parent trap story, if you will. This parent trap story of 30 years ago, he was... He was a little too close to um to where was i going with this i, I don't know the te- i was gonna make a tempest reference <laughs> and then the name the p name went out of my head prospero he Pros- was a little too close to prospero's island during a certain tempest <laughs> and broke a ship apart and apparently it was cleaned down the middle i'm i'm thinking bow to stern 
It's the only thing that makes sense. So that both get still afloat on their sides. And his wife and his one twin were on one side, and he and the other twin on the other, and they floated apart, ne'er to be seen again. And the twins of a serving woman. Oh, yeah. Who were the slaves of the Her twins as well, yes. So we got half the boat with Mama, twin one, and twin Twin A, and then half the boat with Papa and twin two and twin B. Because there are multiple twins. Because I don't know if this has been discussed as much as it should be, but the fact that other people might look like one another is among the things that William Shakespeare found the funniest. Like, the single funniest thing in the world is the fact that someone might look a little bit like somebody else, and and that someone might... Like, when you're in the mall and you see somebody from behind, you're like, Oh, hey, Greg! And it's not Greg. Shakespeare, Shakespeare is like, rolling over by the fucking Wetzel's pretzels. He's, he's, he's got a fucking orange Julius. I want to know if this, if this was pre or post Twelfth Night because I am at, I like to imagine it being post Twelfth Night. So that he goes, "What if we did the Twelfth Night shtick, but with two sets, of but twins. double right. the twins, but do- Chase, double Chase. mint gum? Put away Wizards United for a minute. No." And- <laughs> Put away Wizards United for a minute and look up to find out when Comedy of Errors was written versus when Twelfth Night was written. And okay. we will discuss that answer next week. Next week, yes. And by next week, we mean in an hour. Yeah, but anyway, so this ship split apart. The family got divided. And... And he's very sad. And he's very sad about it. And he he, he waited a whole he, 18 years to even bother to look tw- for the 25 other years it's since been the 25 ship. 25 years since the ship. And it's been seven years since his son, Antipholus, took his serving man, Dromeo, and went off in search of his brother. Yeah. So he waited 18 years to bother to do anything about it. And then now he's lost the other set of the twins. Because they're looking for the first lost set of the twins. And so he tells this sad story, and the Duke's like, yep, that's a sad story. Sorry that happened to you, but uh, you're going to die. So instead of killing you today, because you have a sad story, I'll give you one day. One single day. One day to find a friend who will pay your bails. And during that time, you can enjoy our famously beautiful prisons. (laughs) So, part... Part, yeah. Good luck finding someone in jail. It's like the Kalahari of jails. So, one of the things that I enjoy about that particular aspect of the plot is it is very reminiscent of the Roman play that this is taken from, because Roman plays happen in a 24-hour span of time. Yeah. Because that's what um, a Greek told them it should be. Yes. So, I, I like that it's like, all right, all of this has to happen in a day. We're going to set it up from the get-go that it's in a day. There's not going to be a question of how long Miranda slept. Or any bullshit like that. One day. Done. Yeah. Once and done. We set a ticking clock. Yes. So the time is of the essence. People you, are invested. They're hooked immediately. That's how, man, that's how you man, get to the... I really hope because of this ticking clock and this looming death, the climax is super, super fantastic and not a letdown. I, God, I really hope that it's not just like the end of a Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> movie where essentially <laughs> they uh, just start playing some like... Or a ter- 80s synth band, and he yells, everybody's going to get laid. Funny. Uh, my favorite adaptation of this is uh, is an 80s movie, where I'm pretty sure at the end of it, they just play a synth band music. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, but those are spoilers. Ah, I like spoilers. All right, so, so moving on. Let's moving go on. to in scene two. two uh, we meet completely unbeknownst to Aegean by crazy coincidence. It's also because what did you call it? Italian. Italian. is a very small country. It's really, really. It's about the size of Andorra. Antipolis and Romeo of Syracuse have landed in. Ephesus. What? They're so here? They're here, and for some reason, they don't get arrested. Well, that's because they meet a merchant who's like, whatever you do, and I can tell by the robes that you're wearing, whatever you do, don't tell them you're from Syracuse. In fact, if you could curb that rolling of the R thing you do, it's straight up Syracuse. Which does imply that his father, like an idiot, just walked over and was like, I'm from Syracuse! He probably- you know, Hello, my name is Adrian of Syracuse. I'm here for my son. Have you seen this man from Syracuse? Have He's you seen also my a son? from Syracuse. I shouldn't have said his name right now. I can't Ugh, pretend you I don't know. Dummies. <laughs> but we start not like when they've landed, they've been here for a little while because Dromeo comes back. Well, I say Antipholus uh, and Dromeo have been gone for seven years looking around. So. Right, yeah. So so he sends Antiphilus sends Dromeo away. He's like, go take this money, go get us some to rooms. Take how much? A thousand ducats. A thousand ducats. Okay, good. I'm glad that we got that uh, that plot piece from Act 1, Scene 1, taken care of by Act 1, Scene 2. There Can are a go, thousand ducats floating go, around. Go take and deposit it at the hotel. What hotel has, like, an internal <laughs> bank system? Can I go work at a posh hotel and sell bank accounts? It'd be great. You can so much... Italian England. Yes, Italian England. Then I wouldn't have the hotel bank. Then I wouldn't have stinky Michigan beer rooms. <laughs> right. So he sends into and he sends Antipolis, Dromeo away oh, yes, to Dromeo. go take care of this, and then all of a sudden, who should come back but Dromeo? But he's probably okay. Did he not be like different clothes? Close. Yeah, we're gonna get into all of the crazy. <sighs> I have to suspend my disbelief. That's gonna be episode two. He changed. He changed his clothes real quick. He changed his clothes, so he comes. Maybe back. maybe Antipolis oh, is some, not very I, observant. I had some shorts on me. I had to change my shirt. But Dro- Dromeo of Ephesus enters, and Antipolis goes. That Dromeo Homeo. You mean Dromeo Homeo? And and uh, Antipolis goes. That was really fast. And Dromeo was, Homeo goes. Like, um, I've been looking for you all day because your wife wants you home for dinner because she can't eat. So you no, I don't have a wife. Stop making shit up. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you because that's what you do. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, because what? Spoiler alert: Dromeo's a slave. Yes, it, I pretty. I don't feel like that's a spoiler. It says it in the character descriptions. <laughs> I know, but we hadn't dis- we hadn't discussed that yeah. yet. Yeah. The Dromeos are slaves of the Antipolis's Antipolis. Yeah. Nemesis. And, Nemesis. And Tifli Antif- is the uh the, well, Monoc- the scientific way that I have... each each of the Monachmai twins is a Monachmus. A singular is Monachmus, a plural is Monachmai. Seven years of Latin. Thank you. Thank you, McGee. I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> so anyway, the Antiphili have Dromei slaves. <laughs> yes. But so Dromeo Homeo comes in and goes, no, seriously, your wife wants you home, needs you home now. <laughs> and he's like, Antipholus goes, where's that money that I gave you? Did you did you already get it back to the hotel? He's like, money you gave me like a week ago? I bought the saddle that you told me to buy with it. Ha, 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 Dromeo. No, I just gave you a thousand duck heads, man. And he makes, Dromeo makes this joke about... Or a single cat. 
Jormio makes a joke about, uh, between you and my mistress, you hit me a lot, but not a thousand times altogether. I don't know what you're talking about. Please come home <laughs> to dinner. <laughs> so that she doesn't beat me anymore. And then... Yes, yeah. so your so wife doesn't beat me I do. I do anymore. enjoy that I don't know what you're talking about, sir, ends with let me beat you senselessly. <laughs> I do want to go on the record and say that slavery is wrong and beating people for literally no reason is not great. But when someone's this mad at you, it's not a great time to start working on your tight fucking five. <laughs> but <laughs> because Dromeo is just cracking wise. This All whole right. like, ha ha, I'm so, having a great time. Yes. So the question then, and this might be a post-it, which Dromeo is funnier? Because they both <laughs> Oh man. Both Dromeos are hilarious. Are hilarious. It's good that they both uh, developed the same personality and yeah. neither one of them was completely well, broken it keeps by the, the chains of slavery. It keeps the actor who has to play, I'm assuming, both of them. No, because... No. no. Why? Because the last scene, spoilers. Yeah, you can't. Again, I hope that's not a total... Because they have to do the fucking Marx Brothers mirror spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta have you gotta have Harpo and Chica. I want you to know that if I was directing that, I would just bring out somebody who looks nothing like the person you've seen on stage the entire time. <laughs> I anyway. I have seen a version of it that looks a lot like that. Anyway, draw me a home. Beautiful, beautiful kids did the all female version of it. Yeah. All right. Um. Eventually, runs away. Is like you're hitting me. It hurts. I'm gonna leave. Bye. Good choice. And Antipholus is like, this is this is weird. I'm gonna go to that inn we were talking have about. So much trouble. I have so much trouble. Tonight. I already know. I that. really wish that you could get wasted with us tonight, just so that it all devolves into pure chaos. And Chase goes, "We have to record next week because everything you did was just <laughs> <laughs> everything is flat garbage." All right. So Act Two. It's trash. So Act Two, Scene One is maybe one of my favorites in the play. Probably not actually, but it should. I feel like the feminist in me. It should be. It's just not we because meet, I prefer to watch people just be silly. We meet Adriana, who is Antipolis of Ephesus's wife. Yes, because Dromeo drags Antipolis of Syracuse home. Not yet. No, this is no. Where, this is yeah. This is uh, Antonia and uh, or sorry, Adriana, Adriana and, and her sister sitting around. Oh, the yeah, sisters, sitting yes, around going, sisters. I wish I wasn't. I didn't. Wasn't so tied to men and all that men do because men continuously do things that are not sm- very smart, and they get into a lot of trouble. And then Luciana's like, "Man, that's why I don't get married. That in the marriage bed." And Adriana's <laughs> like, "That's not. You shouldn't. That's." That's a perk. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's the good part. Like, that, honey, like, at this specific point in this specific country, it is literally the only good thing about getting married. Like, there, are, there, are, yeah, there are a lot of bad things. We're super tied to men. It's terrible. I hate being so tied to men. And so, the entire scene is talking about how they're there's going back and forth about how they wish they weren't so tied to the fate of what the men who are in their lives are. So I can really relate to that because I'm very tied to the fate of the men in my life. Yeah. Huh. You're, st- <laughs> you're still here. Oh, oh, it's so sad. <laughs> you're still here hanging out with me 19 years later. So. Well, I'm not hanging out. I'm not here for you. <laughs> no, you're just here with me. The sickest burn. Uh, but Dromeo comes in. Mm-hmm. 
He's, he's like, like, mistress. He's like, I... I looked and found him. He's not coming to dinner. He beat the shit out of you. <laughs> he kicked and my she's like, ass. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Please don't. He already did. <laughs> already got those licks. I, I took my, I Tell you what, my so chops. Where is he? Is he coming to dinner? I'm going to leave. Because you're not going to like my answer. And she's like, go back. Find him. Bring him here. And he goes... No, because if I go back, he's going to beat the shit out of me again. But if you stay here, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Somebody is kicking your ass. So you decide where you're going to do it. You you pick your poison. Do you want one ass whooping, or do you want two ass whoopings? I would like two, please. Everything in this place are twins. <laughs> Gladly take both ass whoopings. You might have broken Chase with that one. <laughs> Chase, who's holding his chainmail coif like a small cat, like the, like a fucking Bond villain just look, broken it in his heart. Look, just get used to the fact it's going to make a noise and put it on the ground. Okay. Here. I got it, I got it. All right, that is the sound of chainmail hitting the ground, because Chase won't wear it. Chase is here <laughs> representing his freaks! Apparently, apparently, unless it's a terrible snowstorm, he won't wear the chainmail in the house. It's very warm. You it is, it is warm. That, I, I wore the chainmail. It is warm. That I entire agree. episode, one of you two was wearing that chainmail. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Chase and I were trading back. I can't remember what play we did that day, but I remember snowed a lot. The guy from Pizzanello's was mad at us, and you guys wore <laughs> chainmail. Yes. Sounds great. Those yes. were the highlights. All right. So, act two, two, scene two. Yeah. We get back to Antipolis of Syracuse going, the gold I gave him is here at the hotel. Like, I told Why him did he let to me take beat it. him up? Like, Why didn't he just tell me what was going on? <sighs> that doesn't make any and sense. Then the abuser Jeromeo, always makes an excuse. <laughs> and then Jerome of Syracuse comes back and, he, and Antipolis is like, so are you back to yourself? Are you in a better mood now? Uh, sure. Why well, was not in a bad mood? Uh, last time I was here and you said I had a wife in the city and I should go home to dinner. That's, that's, I hit that's you. ludicrous. No one would marry you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no one. Both the Dromeos are like, they're working the comedy store. <laughs> they're going on last. Like when everybody's good and drunk and all look, the comics have already look. yelled at them. They're in the Brody Stevens, God rest his soul. The kids, the Sam Kinison. God rest his soul. Slot. They are ready for the abuse, and they're ready to earn those laughs. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna do what it takes and to get those they, laughs. I have been in that spot though, where I will, at the worst possible time, tell the worst possible joke because if a moment becomes maudlin, it's done. <laughs> but I feel like Antipolis of Syracuse is has a little bit more of a sense of humor than Antipolis of. Ephesus does right. because when what's because his wife and him aren't having to beat someone constantly. When, when so Romeo, are you saying his oppression of another human makes him cranky? Yeah, right. Come on, Ryan. Yeah, I'm saying that. Get woke. <laughs> I love that you're tiny. Get little... woke to the plight of the stop, Dromios, stop. guys. We got to settle down. Mike's man, Bob. What is this? A man bun up here was shaken with his passion. <laughs> Dromeo Lives Matter is what I'm saying. It's Romeo. I don't mean to make maudlin of that. Black Lives Matter. Trans Lives Matter. No cops at Pride. There's a serial killer in Detroit. Fuck cops. There's also one in Columbus. Don't forget. Let's not forget the one in Columbus. It's too good. Yeah. Anyway. Left turn. My my neck hurts from the whiplash of all of that that just happened. I don't mean to make light. But yes. 
No, the uh But but this Antiphilus when Dromeo gets going, he eggs him on. And he's like, okay, no, I'll go on this road with you. I'll set you up for these jokes because I think you're funny. But he also says in this speech, he's like, I do think you're funny. I want you to crack jokes at me. But there's a time and a place. And sometimes I need you to be serious and not tell me that I have a wife in the city. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes I don't, don't need your shit. Don't lie to me. And why I... did you change back into that other shirt? I still had some schmutz. And I had some schmutz right here again. I had a meatball <laughs> sub and everywhere. <laughs> and I, I did bring a... I, I'm the only one who brought a themed beer for the evening. Is it meatball sub? Because otherwise it's <laughs> no. completely uh, It's from Evil Twin Brewing. Oh, nice. Uh, none of these mm. twins are evi- evil, but there is no there is no laughing twin brewery. I can, I can discuss later which of the twins is the evil There we one, go, put it on the board! Because there is an evil version of every twin. And if you're a twin, and you don't think that you're the evil one, you're the evil one. Well, trust me, I have twins in my life. My wife is a twin with a twin sister. My brother-in-law has a twin brother, so... And there are evil ones! And we, we yes. know people who have twins, and they are babies now. We're just waiting. You just gotta watch and wait. We gotta look for the signs. <laughs> look, I'm not gonna watch too hard. I love them all, but multiples are creepy, and I'm Shakespeare on this one. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're deeply hilarious. <laughs> I hate that Hannah and Sadie, who are the twins most involved in my life, would never play the switchy game, because they said they didn't look enough alike. Yeah. But the Burger twins were more than happy to let me misinterpret who they were while I was six sheets to the wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, Jason and Joel will happily let you call them the other. He one. let me call them Matt. That's neither of their names. <laughs> yes, you called Jason Berger Matt for, for three years. For years, I it's kept trying issue. to figure out who the hell this Matt guy was. Seem, Matt, Matt was here. Seem Who's rude to Matt? correct. Seem rude to correct you. <laughs> I wish the other men in my life would also think it was rude to correct me all the time. Well, stop being wrong. I'm not wrong most of the time. Anyway, as Antiphilus and Dromi are having this conversation in the marketplace, they catch the eye of these two women who are waving at them like they know them. And they're like, that's weird. Hi. And then what's, what's good? Adriana and Luciana come over and go, why are you guys not at dinner? I... What's uh, um, cake. Oh, yeah, boy. Um, I would love to come to dinner at your house. Like I've only been here for a couple of hours. It is. It is eventually like, what it comes down to. Like, there's so much of the misfortunes in, in this that have to be laid, like, laid bare directly as the fault of Antiphilus of Syracuse. Oh, well, we are gonna talk about because no. <laughs> he's the guy who's like, sup. Absolutely. So, so, like, one of the Antiphiluses no. is a pencil pushing nerd, and right. the other one is an insufferable fuckboy. All right, all right. And time, I don't know which one's worse. Time out. <laughs> I don't think he's an insufferable fuckboy. Because in the scene previous, Adriana is like, man, my husband doesn't pay very much attention to me anymore. I think he's sleeping with someone else. He is. And all of a sudden, this man who looks exactly like her husband to the point she thinks her husband is all of a sudden like, so, I like the turn of your ankle. Do you want to go home and 
Turn that ankle? Turn that ankle. Knock boots. Let me find your knucker hole. <laughs> so, like, is he a fuckboy? Or did he just be like, hi, you're very lovely, and I would like to spend time with you? He is did, in, did he, he catch some in, vibes? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Or, uh, okay. He is in a foreign city in which he will be murdered if people know who he is, and he's like, let's fucking get it, dick down hard. <laughs> bro, 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 bro. It's true, though. Absolutely. It's true, though. If there was a kegger, I'm sorry, is he so a... so they they invite him to dinner and he's like, you just made him. A, he's that's a... weird, but absolutely, yeah, okay. <laughs> of course I will I'll come to dinner. Look, sure. I have seen throughout Shakespeare plays a variety of people just invite other people to dinner and become lifelong friends and give their creepy uncles give their daughters to people they never met before nieces so they can go have sex before the Trojan War. So this is <laughs> completely. <laughs> Completely <laughs> Bring it normal. Back to creepy for rape uncle. <laughs> like yes, it's it's normal. It's normal for Shakespeare because that's what Shakespeare like literally wishes oh, had happened so... to him. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Go on. He's the guy. He's <laughs> no, the guy no. who left his wife his second best bed in his will, and that is still the sickest burn anyone's ever given anyone. That's right. I leave it to my wife my second best bed. Mike dropped already dead. <laughs> Are you the Mike that got dropped? God, yeah, on his head. Yeah, kind of. All right, so where were anyway, we? Act, are we still in Act 2, Scene 2? We're, we're finishing up Act 2, Scene okay. 2. They're like, come home. We want to eat food. Let's have dinner. And Antipholus, this Antipholus and Drummer are like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, sure. Otherwise, if I go there, I'm going to have to pay for it. So if feed, you wanna, feed us. Yeah, cool. Um, feed me for free. That's... When the ladies leave, though, the boys to each other go, I think they're witches. <laughs> they seem to know a lot about us, as if they've read some sort of dossier, which includes our mole placement and strange hair birthmarks. <laughs> they've got a crystal ball or some shit. Which gets into the pin that I put on the wall about how Antiphilus of Syracuse is dumb and it's all his fault. Which I will talk about next episode. <laughs> Alright, I think next episode we're going to have to divide and sit on which Antiphilus... Whose fault this is. And, it's his. I'll right. tell you whose fault it's not. Either Dromeo. <laughs> it's not Dromeo's fault. If either Dromeo... They're had, just trying wait, to get by. On. If either Dromeo had their druthers, like that, they would just be sitting someplace drinking with no one touching them. It would be the happiest, like, 30 minutes of their lives. <laughs> There'd be a hammock. Nobody would be hitting them. No, not, not, just nothing. Just no, they want to go into one of those, like, floaty sleep pods <laughs> that are filled just with salt like, water. And just, the sens sensory deprivation chamber. Too, too much going on in every aspect of their lives. There's the a cold pint in a sensory depth chamber. No matter which way they go, they're they getting can, beat. Where they can write their name. That actually sounds pretty team. sweet. I can yeah, go for that. Yeah, Goddamn. Yeah. They're going to turn you, this I've experience into before. a hell of a stand-up. The, the, the physics of that would not pan out well. <laughs> a, 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 a beer while, uh, while horizontal, completely, and right. unable to adjust yourself, not going to happen. No, no, you, get, no. If you don't finish it in one, yeah. All right, no, just run me a tube like a camelback. Oh, all, right, like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Stop, it? stop. Cassie and I, you guys are dumb. <laughs> done. Sorry, done is what I meant. Oh, uh, Cassie and I now. have just come yeah. up with a new. The ladies are going to start beating us. Yes, with a new um, play or book. It's going to be Rose and Cranston Grown and Turner Dead, but it's going to be the Dromeo 
version. All right. So Dromeo and Dromeo it's, are dead? It's, no, it's, no, it's going to be Dromeo and Dromeo were right all along. D-square. It's going to be it's going to be the Dromei stand-up routine. Yep. That they do after this whole experience. Yep. So moving Beth on to and, Act Beth 3. Didn't correct Cassie though. Come on, correct her. I'm not going to. Somebody correcting did. correcting someone for no reason is asinine. Mm. Anyway, in Act 3 we finally meet Antipholus of Ephesus who is meeting with a goldsmith named Angelo. Why is that Names. And saying, yeah, I ordered that gold chain from you. Yes. And I would like payment for that when you're ready. If you want, I can bring it to you at the brothel today. Would you like that? <laughs> yeah, sounds great. It's where I do all my business. All I do all of my I'm sorry, business. I'm sorry, they don't call it the brothel. It's the home of a woman named Courtesan. Yes. That's not her name. That's That's her job description. <laughs> They call her courtesan. Nobody walks up and is like, hey, banker. <laughs> I don't go by banker. Cor- courtesan is not a name. I mean, it just goes to illuminate, illuminate that, you know. Illuminate? Hundreds of years ago, sex workers were treated just as badly as they are today. In the streets <laughs> of Detroit, where a serial killer is cutting them down constantly. <laughs> right. I came okay. here with an agenda. So, <laughs> get it all out twice now. Good job. <laughs> So, there is also still a serial killer in Columbus. Yeah. I'm glad we're in Bowling Green. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yes. Where there are Talking no serial killers currently on the list. Oh, you don't want to hear my theories about that. <laughs> I do, but later. <laughs> That's episode three of yes. the uh, Comedy Bearers podcast. That's going to be the extra one we put in that no one has to click on. Um, That's, but anyway. That's the Patreon exclusive content. There is no Patreon. <laughs> there is no Patreon. We're going to get a Patreon just to just have to that. Make that yeah. <laughs> we won't. We'll just put it up because nobody's going to pay for that. Nobody anyway, pays us anyway. Antipholus makes this deal with Angelo and then he goes, Hey, Dromeo, isn't it dinner time? I'm kind of hungry. Should we go Let's home? I'm go sure. home and get some I'm food. ready to go home and have lunch or dinner with my lovely wife, Adriana. And Dromeo's like, I've been trying to tell you <laughs> for two hours, taken four beatings, and lost what you thought was a thousand ducats? What thousand ducats? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the thousand ducats that apparently you're not concerned about anymore. So let's go home. They get to the house and the gate is barred. Absolutely. Wouldn't it be? Because Dromeo of Syracuse is standing guard. He's standing guard on the other side of the door, though, so they can't see each other. other. Which makes for amusing. I watched, so I was watching a couple of clips this week, and one of my favorites was um, The Globe. In London, of course, they put up just this particular scene on YouTube, and they're just chucking plastic urns <laughs> over a wall as as one uh, Dromeo was talking to the other Dromeo through the wall. He's just like chucking urns over, and so everybody on the other side, except for like the two merchants, are like duck bobbing and weaving. <laughs> Trying not to get hit by armor. Not not unlike Exit Pursued by a Bear in Winter's Tale, this is like the set piece scene of this play. Yes. This is, the yeah. confrontation yes. at the gate is the best. It's always yes. the dopest in whatever production you're seeing. It also should be noted that if two Dromeos were having a fight in real life of this nature, I would I would absolutely pay to watch it. Just off the cuff. Yeah, I'm going to watch these yeah. two idiots go at it. It's going to be hilarious. So it's it's Dromeo of Ephesus trying to say, the master of the house is outside. Open the gates for him. Incorrect. There is no master of this house. He's already here. 
No, seriously, open the gate. No. <laughs> not gonna happen. And it's not, but with a lot tell more you, Tell you what, I'll give you the stuff that's in here. Woo! <laughs> he starts hucking shit. <laughs> and the merchants are like, uh, they, I thank you for promising to give me the payment from your wife. Oh, yeah, the gold necklace not being paid for by husband, being paid for by wife. Husband didn't have the funds to cover it when he was at the goldsmith, so they were going to go back to the house to, to get, the, get money, the money, and then he was going to bring the chain to the brothel. Yes, to his uh, mistress's house. His, to his mistress's house, courtesan. And so, but we get to the point where Antiphilus is like, "Well, I'm just going to break in then." Uh, and finally, there's a, a merchant named Balthazar who's there, and he's like, "Look, obviously something weird's going on in your house. Why don't we just go eat?" At the tavern and let this all blow up. Let me go buy you some dinner over here. Like, sure, sure. Free food either way. I'll go. And then Angela's like, and the chain money deal? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hey, I, got, I got it. I got it. You know I'm good for it. Look at my large palace <laughs> that they're chucking urns from. <laughs> Clearly there are plenty more urns inside. There's multiple urns. I could sell a few. Would you like this particular urn? No? Okay. I'll get you a different And just like Legend of Zelda, all those urns filled with ducats. Mm. And some with hearts, which was strange. Yeah. <laughs> that was the creepy part. Especially when One time he threw it out and a little fairy flew out of it. When the small boy came over with a green hat and started eating the heart, I was upset. <laughs> it bothered me. It was too much. I'm just going to say it. It took a turn through like, it was like train to Busan at that point. I was upset. <laughs> I was upset. In scene two of Act Three, sorry, I'm just trying to move it along. Oh no, hey, no, this it's is a yeah. short. Hey, this is a good play to get my here for. True. This is a relatively short, one. short and if we try, if we try so to do this stupid. in like what? Who was on the really long one that we did? Cleopatra. Cleopatra. <laughs> oh my god, because that guy just would not die. You don't even want to get me started. <laughs> Mark Antony hey, just wouldn't. That die. play has literally my favorite Shakespeare quote. I'm gonna make your teeth bleed. <laughs> anyway, in Act Two, in Act Three, Scene Two, Luciana is talking to Antipholus of Syracuse, going, "Dude, you've been flirting with me all night. I'm gonna need you to stop. Your wife, my sister, is right there." And Antipholus is like, "Yeah, she's not my wife, and you're hot, so I'm gonna woo you." So hey, girl. And Luciana's hey. like, "That is super inappropriate. <laughs> Please stop." No. But I won't, though. I'm not married to her. Don't you remember? Ryan called me a fuckboy not that long ago. Sorry, Mike called me a fuckboy not that long ago. <laughs> well, I ago. agreed with Mike. And He's I a fuckboy. And I am. If there was a kegger, he'd be there. So would you. For different reasons. And then... I just wanted to try Luciana <laughs> leaves, and Dromeo comes back in, and he and Antipolis have a very upsetting conversation uh, that makes me very uncomfortable to read. I hate it a lot. It goes on it for like bad. 50 lines and it it's is the bad. two of them just completely fat shaming this woman. And it's horrifying and awful. It is. Because when, while Antipolis got these two beautiful women, Adriana and her sister, to go and hang out with, Dromeo's upset that the woman that claimed him was a fat kitchen wench. And they go on about it. A lot. For, for a, a yeah. long time. And right. it's very insulting and offensive. It is. It is. So, my Botticelli body does not enjoy this particular scene. Nope. It's true. But anyway, apparently, Dromeo also has a wife. 
Yeah. And yes. Who? Yes. We yes. can imagine that the whatever... Ephesus, the Ephesus uh, the the Ephesus are so both married. While yes. we've got and the Syracuse, we've got know. twin one and twin A, and twin two and twin B. Yes, I said that right. You did very good. So they have equal lives on both sides. Again, is if the boat cut straight down the middle, they separated. They're equal lives for each one. So whereas he is a master of a house, he uh, Dromeo is going to have a wife and be probably a high servant. The other, what twin two and twin B is a shiftless layabout. Is a sh- and, and, so, so, and the other rake, the other one is so a slave to a shiftless layabout. He's a fucking rake and that, a and a rat Is that what you felt like for most of our friendship? I mean. That's what I feel like today. He's the shiftless layabout, or you're the shiftless layabout? That we'll discuss later. Or was I the shiftless layabout? (laughs) You're not involved. We'll discuss and we'll fight. I just pissed Ryan off. Okay, let's keep going. I'm not mad. You're not mad. I don't have to be the shiftless layabout. Good. They have a really really upsetting conversation. It's a very upsetting conversation. And at the end of it, though, uh, Angelo comes to the house, and he's like standing like Romeo... At Juliet's balcony, going, where's, I got the chain for you. Where's my gold chain whore money? <laughs> so, um, and Tiffles goes to the window and he's like, Sweet, did I ask you for a chain? Yes. And was like, Ha ha, real Very funny. funny. Here it is. Tosses it up to the balcony window for him to catch. He's like, You're going to bring the money to the brothel, right? No. And Tiffles is like, Thanks for the free gold chain. <laughs> so, Thanks for the tr- free chain, you sucker. What? Never throw the chain without getting the money. <laughs> yeah, you got Because where I come from, Syracuse, <laughs> you always get the money up front. Again, why I think it's the Indiana Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> There's only 2,000 people left because they all got killed in Ephesus. <laughs> well, Ephesus, Indiana, right down the road. Check it. Straight up murders. You check it. You check it. There is no jewelry store in Syracuse, Indiana. <laughs> fact check me. Fact check me. There's only 2,000 people there. I'm going to laugh if there's one jewel here. <laughs> jewelry store has been banned for this exact reason. So we move on to Act 4. Yes. Uh, and we see Angelo with another merchant going, Hey, you owe me a lot of money and I'd really like you to pay yeah, me. Well, or I'm going to have you arrested. And Angelo's like, no, no. I just gave this gold chain to this guy, and he's going to bring me money, and it's the exact amount that I owe you. So we're fine. Gosh, and then, I hope it's a thousand ducats. <laughs> and then in Tiffalus episode, wouldn't it be in, crazy if it was a thousand ducats? It's actually the not. Whole, it's two hundred. It's two hundred. The whole audience is sitting there like, I know where the thousand ducats is. Go to the hotel. It's there. Go they're, get that money from the fucking hotel. They're so they're so proud of themselves. It's like anytime somebody like. Figures out an episode of Sherlock before it's over. They're just like, oh, I know where the thousand ducats is. I figured out every episode of Sherlock because I read the books and they're all based off actual Sherlock stories. Well, then you Duh. didn't figure them out. No, you I already knew the answer. See, that's different. Well, yeah, and one of them, it was fucking swamp gas caught in a weather balloon, and the other one was you hallucinated the dog the whole time. <laughs> that is what the Hound of Basketball is actually all about. Anyway. Love was in you the whole time. Anyway. Whoa, no. hey. I don't let that go. <laughs> hey, really? Let's move on. Moving on. So, Antiphilus of Ephesus no, sends Dromeo to buy a rope. 
So he's like, so my wife wanted me to buy this chain, and then she locked me out of the house. So instead of giving her a golden chain, I want you to go buy a rope, which is what we'll give her instead, and it'll be a ha-ha-ha funny joke. Ha-ha, uh, <laughs> I got you this rope. Ha, I'm I gotta, so right, funny. So I gotta say, I feel like it's not so much a ha-ha-ha so much as an allusion to hanging, because that's kind of what they make it sound like. Hey, wife, well, go hang yourself. It does, it does sound directly like a threat. Yeah. A lot. That rope is going to be used to threaten a few people. And so Dromeo goes off to buy With a rope, and then Angelo sees the Santipolis and goes, Hey, awesome. Money for the chain, please. Chain for the money, please. Money, please. <laughs> money, please. <laughs> money, please. <laughs> money. Yes, but, right, I'll give you the money when you give me... The chain. I gave you the chain, so give me the money. Yeah, I tossed it up your balcony, motherfucker. Right, so you're gonna go to my Did it? wife and give the chain yep. to her. I gave it to you at your house. And the, the second merchant is standing there going, dude, is he getting paid or, or... no? Is this guy got my money? Is any person gonna pay me? <laughs> I really don't need to be here right now. Somebody pay me He's my like, money. Officer, please arrest him, Angelo. And so the officer goes, you're arrested. And then Angela's like, okay, then arrest him, because he took the chain. And the courtesan goes, da 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 Here is a golden ring. Take this. Pay your debt. You pay your debt. Everybody's happy, right? And then you'll give me the gold chain for my ring. Right? Right? Yeah. Right? Because the gold chain was going to be for me. Right? Right. right? Totally. Totally. Yeah, I just gotta go get it from my house. And then meanwhile, in a scene... Where I don't we, keep my wife. In a scene that we don't see, um, Antipolis of Syracuse has sent Dromeo of Syracuse to go get a ship ready because this place is crazy. It's full of witches who seem to know who we are. I don't want to stay here any longer. Let's so get let's out of this we can get fucking witch town. Yeah, so and so... Let's the, implica- down- the implication is... All right. I fucked... And now we gotta get the fuck up out of here. It's like, the I thought these ladies were down to clown. Alright, so, stop. First of all, don't ever say that word again. <laughs> you're too old to say the phrase down to clown. Second. If I'm so, too old, then you're definitely too old. I don't say that phrase. So good. Also, you're older than me. So, the way I interpret this, he's like, clearly, this place is crazy. There are witches who know what we, who we are. So my twin can't possibly, because he knows he's got a twin! My twin can't. That was her hitting the post. Sorry, I'm hitting the post in a lot. My twin couldn't possibly we'll talk about be in that the next episode because my twin wouldn't stay where there's witches. <laughs> That's right. He's too his smart to stay in witch town. His reasoning this, is that thin. Because this idiot doesn't know that witches fuck the best. <laughs> he does know that now. He does. He I does. do. Anyway. But Dromeo doesn't because he fat shamed that chick. But Dromeo That's because Dromeo's an asshole sometimes. Comes on while Antipolis is being arrested and goes, I found out about that boat you wanted me to find out about. He's like, What, what boat? boat? <laughs> he sent you to get a rope. Oh, boat? No. You definitely said get a rope. No. You definitely, you said, you get definitely said get a boat. Hold on. He's like, Okay, Hold I'm on. being arrested and I need to not be arrested. So I need you to run to the house and give this key to Adriana and tell her that it opens this drawer in my desk where I have hidden a thousand ducats. The thousand ducats are at the hotel. Who's on first? <laughs> and Jory's like, Third base! Okay, okay, sure. Yes, I can do that. Yes, okay. See ya. 
Helios. Wait, there's another thousand ducats? Look, this isn't actually Syracuse, Indiana. There's going to be more than 2,000 ducats. In <laughs> yes, but speaking of Syracuse, Indiana, there is exactly one jewelry store. No! <laughs> Vindication! I'm waiting for one of our friends to pop up and be like, hey, listen to your podcast. And um, did you... No, I was from Syracuse, Indiana. Um, and I, and I would, bitch. and I would say to them, I did. And everything I said was, was about you. It was all about you. I've been to Muncie, and I won't go back. <laughs> Hit the sirloin stockade and tan you very much. There's your local Muncie references, you sons of bitches. I hope the Earth swallows your whole state. Stop! I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Muncie, Indiana really is a terrible place. And both of those things exist in it. Within a like a, within a quarter mile. <laughs> That's right. It's a, it's in the strange strip mall. Okay. So. Anyway, so next scene we have Luciana. Also the home of balls take Adriana, And Luciana has been a good sister and immediately gone to her sister and gone. Hey, you know those suspicions that you had about your husband that he was sleeping with somebody else? Well, he deaf tried to woo me last night, so something. He tried going to get in my punch bowl, and I didn't do anything. But I will tell you what he said. But please don't get upset about it. I'm really mad at you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that matters between women who were previously having intellectual conversations about not being too? Now we're gonna fight. And no, then they Romeo don't really. We're both being in. They don't. Sorry, they don't have time to fight or actually get into it, which they don't anyway. Um, because Romeo runs in and he's like, "Antipholus is being arrested, and I need money from the desk." And Adriana goes, "No, wait, no." She goes, "No, she goes. She's court. like, no, okay, he's been arrested for what? Doesn't matter. Let's go get the money. Let's get this sorted Let's out. I'm a good out. wife. We <sighs> go bail out my shitty husband. This is where I lost my. I let him, and then." In scene three, we have Antipolis of Syracuse walking through the streets going, this town is so weird. Everyone is so nice to me. They treat me like they know me. <laughs> they they call out them. to me on the street. It's almost like maybe there's somebody else walking around with my face that I'm looking for, but I can't put that together. Also, who is <sighs> both of their twins the same? We're going to talk right. about that next episode. <laughs> <laughs> is that part of the suspension of disbelief? About garbage yes. parenting? Yeah. <laughs> Cassie is so fired up. I'm so so fired up about that Call out to Demonata, who I don't think listens to this, for naming her children different names mm-hmm. instead of the same name. <laughs> instead of the same name. Yeah, it would have been great if she had named both her boy child and girl child Aries. Why not? I the Honestly. Who, so, so the woman who makes me coffee in the morning every day, her name is Aries. Why not? I didn't say it was bad. I said it was the fact that if she would name them both oh, that. Well, I took... And, and <laughs> I took umbrage. umbrage for no reason, woman. And Again, truly, all character trait I've held for 19 Dromeo's years. a genderless name. <laughs> no argument, cause I'm right. No, we just decided. I'm sorry. I, you haven't been here for recordings before, but the long pause of silence means we've decided not to interact. With you. No, <laughs> correct. Romeo is a no, genderless name. Your potato no longer fits in. You can go over there in the kitchen. No, I I agree. Romeo is a genderless I, yeah, name. Yeah. It's made up. I've never heard it before. Just like technically, an O ending would be a masculine ending, but if we put a U S on it, so it's Romeo's. 
You from Italian England? <laughs> yeah. You know how they're uh yeah. do you know how they gender their stuff? Do you know whether or not she yeah. is a girl in Italian England? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm really, really, really from I, I'm West Vienna. I believe I believe that the West language Vienna. that the language is called Italianish. Nope. I have had too many beers for that to be a word. Italian. We're rounding to the end of beer. English. We're rounding to the end of beer three, so that's not a thing. They're from Romishashire. <laughs> where the sauce comes from. Anyway, what? so oh, so Antipolis of Syracuse is walking. The Romishashire sauce. Yes. Marveling at how nice everybody is and how Such they seem to know him. Town. And Dromeo so, so comes nice running up with the gold, going, Master, I got it. Here's your gold. Why are you not being arrested right now? I was never being arrested. This is still a super nice town. Are you having one of your funny moments? Are you again? high? Did you also, eat, did, did you, you eat the fish? Did you get the rope? What rope? You oh. were being arrested. Here it comes. Here no, it's did you get the boat? It's the boat. It's the did boat. you get the boat? But I have this sack of golds. But I, I didn't really get that. I take the gold back to the hotel. I need a boat. Wait, that means there'll be 2,000 duck cats at nope. the hotel. No, and Ron Dromeo, this Dromeo doesn't know what the fuck hotel you're talking about. Oh, that's right. Wait, no, it is the right Dromeo. No, it's the right Dromeo. This is the right Dromeo. This, this is, is the Dromeo the that knows where the hotel is. Yes. This is where the courtesan comes in. This is where the courtesan's yeah, like, here's didn't. the ring. Sorry, I was wrong. No, I went we to never cats. see the ring exchange happen. It no? Just, no, no, it, it happens. It happens. She just says that it'll occur. She's like, oh, hey, uh, Nice I have chain. A That's for me, right? That's what you said. And Tiffus is like, I, I don't know. At who this you care are. point, I don't care who you are, which, whatever it will take, you can have it. Here, here, just I need out of this witch town. Please don't talk yeah. about my mole on my inner thigh, and we'll be good. And he takes Dromeo away, going, witch, witch, <laughs> witch, and the courtesan goes, okay, he's mad. I'm gonna go tell somebody about that so they can fix it. Because <laughs> you can't have mad people walking around. <laughs> Look, obviously, this sex worker is a pillar of this community, and she is doing her best to make sure the streets are not. Oh, she's like, okay, assholes arguing about money. Here's a fucking ring. Shut the fuck up. Get off my block. <laughs> he is having an obvious mental breakdown. And because this is... She's the, a concerned citizen. And because this is in the 1400s, our solution is the solution that happens in this play yeah. for someone who's obviously suffering a mental breakdown. All right, so we move to scene four where we have the arrested Antipolis going, he's going to come with the money. It's going to happen I in a moment. I know he's I coming. I promise. Look, and I'm then... going to have work soon, and I'm going to take you in at the end of my shift, because my wife's waiting at home with dinner, and if I'm late, you know how that goes, right? <laughs> the right? other Dromeo comes right? in. Right. The other Dromeo comes in. I brought you some like, rope. Is like, do, do you have what I sent for? Yep, here's your rope. <laughs> it, it, it's not <laughs> just that it's rope, it's that he's so fucking proud that it's rope. I brought, <laughs> I brought you rope. <laughs> it's like, where's the money? I, I, I gave the on money the to get the rope. <laughs> you spent 500 ducats on a rope? No. No, I didn't. No, you didn't give me 500 ducats. <laughs> no, I spent like fucking petty cash on it, you asshole. Yeah. I 500 went. ducats for I'll, a rope. What kind of asshole do you think I am? I'll turn in my receipt. Don't beat me again. I mean, the cops are here I'll already, expe- so I'll ex- not gonna. <laughs> so let me get a couple licks in you. I'll, ex- I'll expense it. Don't worry. And so then Adriana comes in with Luciana, 
and the courtesan. They're having a pleasant conversation with Isn't the courtesan. Isn't it nice when the women come to clear it up? <laughs> and they've brought well, this the courtesan guy, at this point. They brought this guy named Pinch. <sighs> who's like a witch doctor. He's so he's listed as the clown. And we all know how I love the fools. Uh-huh. This man is not a fool. I have met clowns, and you, sir, are no clown. Touchstone would spit on your grave, then poop on it, and tell a joke about it. You suck. That's what I have to say about Pinch. I'm really glad that he's accused of sleeping with someone. Keep going so they get to that part. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. And so, hey, so now we've got... Dog. He's a terrible character. We've got Antipolis of Ephesus and his wife Adriana with the wrong Dromeo. Wrong Dromeo. Wrong yes, because it's Dromeo of Syracuse. Well, no, it is, no, no, it no. is Dromeo of Ephesus. But he's not the one who was sent with the month. Oh, yeah, sorry. So yes. we... All right. So, and so we had the right <laughs> pair together. Then we sent them both off. They went to the wrong places for no good reason. Well, so plenty of good reason, because Shakespeare went, ha ha! This will be an era for there to be comedy about. <laughs> so instead of like... I don't know why I'm making the typewriter motion, but it's like... <laughs> when obviously I should just be like licking look, a quill. Look, if I... Cassie, if I handed you 20 bucks, be like, hey, take this $20 and go get us some pizza. You wouldn't take the $20, go get the pizza, and then go to the library... For no, no reason. you should not bring whole fucking pizzas into the library not and good. sit down at a table to eat them. Okay, didn't realize that was going to be a thing. So just got feeling. Um, I'm sorry, that. have you never spoken to someone who works at a public library? Because this is a fucking thing. If, if you, no, just, if you have, say I the word forgot. library, it, it immediately triggers them. Like just people dropping Taco Bell all over the joint. Sometimes it's uh. awesome things like, did you realize somebody printed out an entire thing of... And you I won't say it. I that. didn't say it, did I? No. You always right. did, though. I stopped myself on purpose. They printed the whole guide to Pokemon Red. The whole thing. And nobody can talk about it because it's a huge scandal. Our town's very small. We're practically Syracuse, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you put that on us! I saw the joke coming, just like most of the jokes in this play. But I'm I sorry, saw if, it coming, and if, I still enjoyed it when it happened. If, like, if that ever like comes up, play. like this play, if that and ever much comes like up, a Dromeo, I stick the landing. I'm sorry, if that ever gets put on our our town seal is almost Syracuse, Indiana. I'm getting the acid, and we're burning this bitch because clearly fire won't work anymore. I'm burning this mother down. Come on, Pookie. So anyway. Antipholus of Ephesus is getting understandably upset because I sent you to go get money. My wife is here. She says you came to get money. She says she gave you money. Where is the Where money? Where the fuck is like, the money? That never happened. Where is the money, Lebowski? I that have, never happened. I have the rope. Not I, haven't, the money. I haven't seen her in so long. And Here's so, a bunch of rope. He gets so you mad. You wanted this rope. I got you this rope. Then he starts lashing out at everybody, at which point Adriana's like, bind him and put him in a dark room. That's what the witch doctor said to do. <laughs> Tie him up with that and rope. Which is him. also a thing from Twelfth Night. It is. Yes, it is. Because they bind uh, Malvolio. Malvolio and put him in a dark room. To be fair, we well, as you should, and, Malvolio. And, and also, that wasn't a doctor; it was are, a fool. You are yes. giving spoilers. We haven't done Twelfth Night yet. Anyway, should so if I can't if I can't talk about the whole length and breadth, then I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> I do. 
It's because you're so smooth this way. Let's go rough that way. Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, Pinch takes off Antipolis and Dromeo of Ephesus to be bound together in a dark room. Dromeo just cuz. Why not? Yeah. Well, because when your master's gone, let's kill the servant too. And so then Adriana goes to the officer and is like, okay, officer, can you please clear up? What's going on? Again, my shift is just about done, and I don't want to. I'm trying to get some fucking <laughs> like, dinner. He was arrested by Angelo the goldsmith because there was a chain, and he didn't pay for it. I'll tell you what. Let's pay for the chain. Like, All right. Here we go. Here's the money for the chain. And then the <laughs> people come running going, those two people we just put in a dark room got freed. Now they have swords. And everybody runs away. <laughs> <laughs> so Antipolis and Romeo of Syracuse come on with swords for some reason. To well, it's because the they're witches. trying to fight the witches. Because they got swords like, yeah, motherfuckers, it's hot right, now. So let's wrap they're this witch all fighters up. now. Let's wrap this all up by gathering everybody who the the two who are still in the dark room. Did you realize they were still there? Well, there's these two guys. Well, they're with swords. The, they're yeah, in the dark get room. Get out. No. Who are these the sword ones guys? swords run into the abbey and ask for sanctuary from the abbey. And Which then Adriana's like, uh, my husband's good. in there. I'm gonna need you to let me in. And the abbess okay. is like, no, I can't do that. They asked for sanctuary. And she goes, no, seriously, we sanctuary. put them in a dark room. They're mentally disturbed. We put them in a dark room. They broke free of the dark room. Now they're taking shelter in here. I'm his wife. I need to nurse him. You gotta let me into the abbey. And the abbess is like, no, sanctuary. I'm not going do that. Can't do it. Sanctuary. God told me no. And right. then, while they're talking about that... Another country heard from. In to the some. square comes the first Antipholus and Romeo, who actually have broken out of the dark room and their vines. And they come in and everybody's like, uh, hang on, wait. Did you come out the back but, of the abbey? Because there's yeah, no back door. How you, Did you break through, like, the Kool-Aid man? And then, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, to add another layer of complication that makes no sense... It's almost dusk, so it's time to kill a Gian. That's right. Yay! Time to kill somebody. And bring him on, and then he looks and he goes, Cassie, my, son. my son! My son! son. And Antiphilus is like, I have never seen you before <laughs> in my life. This is Antiphilus of Ephesus. Wait, I've never seen you, you before ever in my wish, life. Do you ever wish there was someone, just a singular woman, who we haven't seen in the entire play that... <laughs> Maybe there was a problem with on a boat earlier. Maybe she was hidden in like a back room or a house, like a statue. Maybe like she got turned into a statue. Or maybe like she's hiding in an abbey as a Do statue. Do you mean to Madre Imakina? Yeah. I do. Like but a, we're not there yet. But I wish there was. Yeah, somewhere. we're not to Mom Ex Machina yet. We're not to yet. Mom Ex Machina yet because. <laughs> We have to have the misunderstanding with the Gian first. I just wanted everybody to be prepared. This is going to just be the ending to Winter's Tale that I didn't like again. I love two. the ending to Winter's Tale. Times two. Anyway. So but this time, Aegean is more talking twins. to Antiphilus of Ephesus going, It's me, your father. Antiphilus is like, I didn't kill I tell you what, there was a duke, he brought me here, he left me here, like, you're not my dad. I know it's been seven years and I'm a little, like, grayer and more wrinkled, but you have to recognize me, I have to recognize my voice. No! And it's like, dude, I have lived in Ephesus for 20 years, also, and everybody here will vouch for me. And the duke goes, yeah, I vouch for that. He's been here 20 years, He's ne and he's like, but in Syracuse, where we lived... 
I've never been to Syracuse. Stop telling people. I'm Why would I ever go to Syracuse? Stop trying to murder that, me. That garbage town. And then, <laughs> fucking Indiana. In the doors of the Abbey is the abbess who goes, and now behold, men who are healed. And then the other two walk out, and everybody goes, what? 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 What's going on? And then Aegean's like, oh, right, because there were twins. What? Which I forgot somehow. Wah, the, wah. I'm sorry, how did you forget from this morning? I very forgetful. <laughs> one of the things that I like about both the beginning of this He's been in the Man One of the beginnings, of, the things that I like about the beginning of this and the ending of this is that the Duke of Ephesus is a messy bitch who loves drama. <laughs> like, like, oh, you told me to like, say like, story. Immediately he's, he's like, speak for 14 pages. <laughs> I loved hearing that. And then here at the end, he's like, Oh, thank God! I thought I'd have to commit an execution, but today, I shall have a tale. And, but, he, so, is, he is a In Tiffalus, the, the Syracuse twins... Like, is he drinking the tea like this now? He's, he's, he's me! No. <laughs> he's, no, he's, he's, fucking, he's, he's Jeff Goldblum in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> and all of those apartment commercials. Admit it. But the Syracuse boys are like, oh, hey, Jean, Dad, nice to see you. Awesome. And then, out of nowhere, and for absolutely no reason, the abbess goes, yes, and look, I'm your long-lost mother. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's a un- Christmas miracle. It's, un- it's so, unbelievable. Right, it's point- like he had a word limit. <laughs> As opposed to, like, you're getting paid by the Instead word, of, like, uh, Dickens. the opposite of Charles Dickens. It was like, you gotta wrap this fucker up in, like, 700 words. No, Burbage is knocking on the fucking door. Going, it's fucking wills. We are over mission, And we don't have the end of the play yet. Burbage, Burbage is just wait, fucking wait, stop, busting the door stop. now. And then, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where's Twelfth Night? Uh, where's Winter's Tale? Winter's Tale, Winter's Tale. Here's, uh, uh, scratch, scratch, that doesn't make sense. Scratch, uh, we'll keep it. Scratch, 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 scratch. Here, just tell him to read this. I'll rewrite it later into this same manuscript. <laughs> magic and, baby. Magic baby. But Fucking there's, magic there's baby. really Only it's magic no mom. need for the abbess to be the mother. No, and in fact, it doesn't no, it doesn't make because sense. now all four of them are in the same place at the same time and everyone can see with their fucking eyeballs. They're like, Oh, and it doesn't make any there's sense. There's two of each. So let's say your your infant one, who mother had, right? Yeah, mother lost infants one and A because that piece of ship then broke apart again. Yeah, she wrote a different part <laughs> so, of the boat. Anyway, they've been in the. Same oh no, it's town. not. It's not they mother both- with infant one and A, or as I like to call him, Dromeo Prime. <laughs> uh, I know it's it's mother that. and. Mother's fucking slave. Yes. Who somehow probably also dies in the shipwreck, which probably. I will talk about the shipwreck because in the uh in the SCU, the Shakespeare Cinematic Universe, <laughs> no. this storm causes a lot of trouble. No. No. <laughs> no. Prospero <laughs> dug too greedily into you. Oh no. It's the but, SCU. <laughs> so we yes, the SCU just bright SCU because we've already come up with SCU things and we need to remember that. Such as Like the Friars. All Friars are the same Friar. <laughs> it's like Stanley Regardless of whether or not they have different names in the yes. same play. Yes. And it's 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 Stanley Cameos. It's so, you know. Yes. So but yeah. And in fact I think that the Friars 
when they become old, become mom. They become mom ex machina. <laughs> because they're still That's not, like they go into a chrysalis and they come out and no, then the, You know what? Never mind. It doesn't work because we still need the prior for Winter's Day. Andre ex machina, man. Any, but anyway, so the end of this play is revealing, oh, it was twins the whole time. What? Dicks. And... And everybody's like, twins? I've never heard of that. That's it's what, first of all, it's supposed to be Chase who just goes, oh, dicks. Dicks, dicks, extra dicks. Extra dicks. Oh, this the, so, this is so goes, anticlimactic. It's like, oh, guys, look. Well, yeah, we already, and then we everybody literally already goes into the Abbey. And then everyone in the, the audience is like, going, you're all fucking dumb. All right. The Duke's like, Aegean, I'm not going to kill you. Let's go into the Abbey to celebrate. Except the two Dromeos who like have this moment on stage alone, and then it ends with like them literally holding hands and yeah. walking on stage together. Yeah, absolutely. Should, should we because before that, well, they've been There's separated no... for twenty five years. So full the disclosure: the do not have that heartwarming of a full radiant. disclosure. No, they're I, trying to bang each other. Well, no, lives. the Antiphilises, the Antiphili got to live like. Full lives. The Dromeos lived half lives because yeah. they were full, slaves to these assholes. Full disclosure: I I have been a Dromeo. I have kept him as my Dromeo for at least going on ten years now. I mean, like actually on stage, like I, I <laughs> not, was not in Beth World. I was one of I the Dromeos, and the the idea is I finally have somebody who understands what horrible bullshit I've been going through because neither one of them are surprised they have the shit beaten out of them. No. At nope. any point. Neither one of them. They're that's, like, why, that's why they try to like, laugh ah, about it. You're beating me. <laughs> and it's not in the stage directions but obviously the stage directions are do a fucking Marx Brother mirror spot. Because if you don't what the fuck was the point of this whole play? <laughs> He's true. It's it's he's right. It's yeah. one spot. Yeah. I had to fight with I had to fight with true. the director that I did this with. Love you, Kevin. I had to fight with the director I did this with, like, so we're doing a Mars Brothers mirror spot at the end of this. And he's like, I don't know, that seems derivative and No, it's derivative of this! Every, we're the thing. Every first of all, this Especially play, the thing where they walk around each other in the mirror, like proving full stop it's not a mirror. This play is already derivative mm-hmm. of other plays, and other plays will continue to be derivative of this play. But the the mirror the mirror spot is But this is like this is every just soap ham opera it's it ever been written. Oh, yeah. And fucking, there were twins. Fucking and Drake Ramore's evil mother. twin brother comes back with a fucking iPad. There were other yeah, I twins. I thought you were decapitated. It was my twin. Yes. <laughs> fucking Drake Ramore is fucking Jesse with I an iPad. I tried to learn to speak Spanish just so I could watch those Telemundo ones. <laughs> oh, I used to man, watch. So I used good. to watch tele- telenovelas with my buddy Julio all the time. I used to watch telenovelas just to irritate my roommate. <laughs> I spent and hours show, watching telenovelas to irritate This Melissa. show is a telenovela. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. It is. It is a, but that is the wacky is hijinks straight up that is comedy of errors. It was everything that was promised at the start of the play. It is a comedy because it is fucking knee-slappingly so hilarious. Oh, it is funny. And there are, there are a mistakes. Lot of <laughs> Many mistakes are made. And we got several pins... Up on the big board. We do. We got a lot. We got a lot to. We got a lot to pack into. Uh, 
when we get to uh, the next episode. Yeah, well, I think it is time. It's time for... to pause for station identification. Exactly. Also known as I get there first, buddy. All right. Well, this has been episode. I don't know. Do you have any idea how many episodes we're in now? We are between forty and fifty. Yeah, forty some. I'm gonna go. I with... can find out. I can find out. Give me a second. Hang on. What Hang was on. that made up? Forty-three. Yeah. Episode forty-three of the Shakespeare podcast. I'm Ryan Hatfield. I'm Beth Roars. I'm Cassie Green. I'm Chase Greenley. And I'm Michael Porteous. Today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, say good night, John Boy. Good night, John Boy. <laughs> oh, dicks. <laughs> no cops at Pride. <laughs>